0: Well, hello there. Today I'm going to answer a question I get a lot. Should I accept the slow rate if it means I get experience? You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. This is a very interesting question. It's one that I had to live with myself. Um, and make decisions about many, many times over. This is not always a once and done kind of thing. It's something that I see writers asking a lot in the different writer groups that I'm in. Um, Not just new writers, but um, any writer who's trying to move into some kind of new service or something like that. Really, it's something that service providers of any kind are going to Ask at some point in their career. And then the other thing, and this makes me mad sometimes, is that some clients will come to you and say, Yeah, we are going to pay you cheaply. Or they'll even say, We are going to pay you nothing. And in exchange, um, you get exposure. Right. So there's this kind of recurring joke in the online service provider world, at least the circles of it that I'm in. There's this joke about um, how. You know, my kids are going to love having all that exposure for dinner, right? <laughs> the idea is that exposure doesn't pay the bills, exposure doesn't put money on the table. And now, this is um, mostly true. The, 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 this is a, like, you know, it's a concept, this idea that exposure doesn't pay the bills. That's a concept that um, is mostly founded in truth. Now, there are exceptions. Um, there are times when the right exposure, um, in the right place at the right time to the right audience can bring you lots and lots of leads and work and money. But the exposure itself is that something that is worth doing some writing work for uh, either for free or for low, you know, unacceptably low rates. And so this is something that you really have to tease out for yourself. And today, I want to help you make all the considerations that you're going to need as you work through this. Now, as you are considering an opportunity that pays primarily an exposure, I want you to think about the what is your overall strategy at this exact moment in your business? Is exposure something valuable for you and is the kind of exposure that's being promised actually going to deliver on the promises that it makes? A lot of times the answer to this is no. If this is like just some random client in some random niche, (laughs) doesn't have a huge name, doesn't have a big audience, but they are like, we're growing. Our audience is growing. We have an aggressive, you know, audience building strategy, blah, 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 whatever. And there's big things coming. Like if it's that kind of situation then that exposure is probably not very valuable to you. Because there's no exposure there. There's the promise, the unfounded promise of future exposure. And that's not very valuable. Now, if Tony Robbins comes to you, and is like, you know, or some other I know some people don't like Tony Robbins anymore. But like, if a if, uh, copy blogger comes to you and they say, hey, we've been watching what you're doing, we really like what we see from you, we would love to offer you a guest post. We don't pay our contributors contributors anything, um, but it's, it's a really great exposure. That is something that I would say yes to <laughs> because Copy Blogger is established. They have a very solid reputation. They have an audience there already. And you get like really awesome not only visibility, which is another word for exposure, you get great visibility on that blog, but you also have a lot of validation that comes with that byline. So even if you don't get paid and you spend like five hours or more on the blog posts that they run for you, that is exposure that's valuable because you are... Elevating your profile in like the minute it runs, your profile is elevated. It's not um, elevated to some imaginary future audience that's going to be there a year from now. That audience is there now. That status gets attached to your name today. (laughs) Um, You will be able to leverage that immediately. Being able to say I was featured on Copy Blogger that means a lot to anyone who's paying attention. Now, your clients may or may not really know what that means, but you can um, you know, include it in your masthead, and anyone who cares about what's in your masthead, which some of your clients will, um, they might go check it out, or you can say it's a Brian Clark site, and he's fairly well known. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that is exposure that would bring you leads it would raise your profile it would make it easier for you to land other gigs you know you can springboard that into like business Insider Forbes Inc entrepreneur magazine all kinds of other places and and really uh, put your name out there that's real exposure that kind of exposure is valuable um, exposure from some cheapo client who um, is treating you like a commodity. <laughs> they just want free work, and they are making promises of future exposure that may or may not even turn up because they don't have any exposure to offer you now. That's a big fat no, in most cases. Um, So if you're thinking about working for exposure, approach it less from a work standpoint, and more from almost like a guest post strategy standpoint, if you know anything about guest post strategy, the idea is to appear on the right blogs where your audience is going to know you or where you're going to get your profile is going to be raised. Your name is going to have a new like high value, like high ticket (laughs) logo attached to it because you got this awesome byline. That's what guest posting strategy is about. But if you have a client or a prospective client who, um, wants to pay you very little and, and and justifies it by saying there's exposure, most oftentimes that's going to be a no. So what are the times that I might consider working with a client, not in this sort of guest post, um, like status increase strategy, but like working for an actual client for low rates in exchange for exposure? There are not many situations in which I would do this, and this has been a mainstay for most of my career. Um, once I will say, once I realized the value of the work I was doing, I did take a lot of really cheap gigs because basically I didn't know any better. Um, and then it was like, I was so busy with all these cheap gigs and I was still having a hard time making ends meet. And then it, and then I started paying attention to the other freelance writers around me. And I realized that they were making like five times as much as I was. Um, when I was, that's when I realized I have gone about this horribly wrong <laughs> and I need to get out of this hole that I've dug with myself. So, don't do that. So, if you have a client who wants to pay you nothing or next to nothing um, in exchange for exposure, when should you accept it? Um, If you are a brand new writer and you have no clips, and um, you know, or you have maybe your own portfolio, maybe you went through my program Clips Camp and now you have your own portfolio of writing samples, but nobody has actually paid you anything to write, and you have an opportunity at your door you know, someone is standing there offering you a little bit of money, not a ton of money, but maybe a little bit, should you take it or not? um, That is something I would be willing to consider taking. If it's something that looks interesting, or something that you could do relatively quickly, you know, I'm not saying you're going to write a 1000 words in half an hour, because that's unrealistic. But like, if this is something that's not going to take you 10 hours, it might take you two hours, and you want the practice, um, then you might as well get paid, even if you're just getting paid 25 bucks. Or It would be hard for me to accept any gig for, 50, for less than $25. But, you know, there is some logic to this idea that if I'm going to be, if I need to build my portfolio, I might as well get paid for it, even if I'm not getting paid much. And there's nothing on the immediate horizon while you're pitching, except for this low-paid work, I might take one or two or maybe three, but not more than three. Because if you take more than like two or three of these low pay gigs, then you're gonna get used to doing these low pay gigs and you're gonna get stuck in that rut that I was in where all of my time was consumed by this cheap work and I had no time to get out there and really devote to finding higher paid work and I couldn't not do the cheap work because I had a kid to feed right so it was this really painful catch 22 that I got in I don't want you to get in there so don't take more than 3 I won't say never but I will say it might make sense if you're at the very beginning and you might as well get paid for something if your options are getting paid for it or doing it for free. I will say as long as you get a byline, I would not write for pennies and exposure if I can't put my name on it. Um, So I want to emphasize that really hard because you want to be able to use this clip in your portfolio. And so if you can't use it and they're going to pay you, you know, Two cents a word to write it, and then there's nothing you can do with it after that. That's a big fat no. Because, you know, if you're writing for free for yourself, at least you can put that in your portfolio. You can use it as leverage, you can send it to prospective clients, and you can use it to help you land work. But if they want to pay you next to nothing or like actually nothing, and you can't put your name on it, I would say that's a no. Don't do it. It's just not going to be worth it. You're better off writing for free in that case. Um, another time that I might consider taking really cheap rates, um, I don't think I would do this for free, but I might do it at a pretty steep discount is if I'm moving into a new writing service. So if you have been writing blog posts for a while, you have, you know, like a decent portfolio, maybe you have like 10 clips or something and a client comes to you and says, Hey, can you do some emails for me? And you're like, well, I've never done emails before but it sounds kind of cool, I could probably figure it out, then yeah, go for it. And you might say to them, you know, I've never done emails before, but I'd, I'd be willing to do the first tranche for you at a, a heavy discount um, in exchange for your feedback, you know, or something like that. So don't do it for free. This is already someone who's paying you to write. Don't do anything for them for free. But yeah, if you want to be like, normally I would, I think I should charge $60 an email, which is the you know the lowest I recommend you go. Um, but I can do them for you, you know, for 30 each or 25 each, right? Then I would consider that just for the first tranche, you know, not for the first year. (laughs) If they want like a a five email sequence, then charge them $150 when normally you would charge them maybe $250 or $300. Um, So yeah, if I'm moving into a new service, I would offer a pretty deep discount for the very first one if I feel like it's a situation where I need to justify myself. There will be times when someone will say, hey, you've been doing this other stuff for me. Can you do these other things for me too? And you can be like, yeah, that'll be blah, 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 you know, whatever like a solid beginner rate is. And they're going to be like sweet, you know, and you don't even have to necessarily discount it because you don't have to prove anything to them because they just they like you and they want to keep working with you. So don't feel like you have to discount your rates heavily if you're moving into a new service. But that is one time that I would be willing to consider a heavy discount to my rates. And then the other thing that I, the only, like the only other thing I thought I might consider (laughs) doing lower rates is if I have the opportunity to work for someone really, really big, like a really big kind of like breakthrough, this changes everything kind of client I might do some lower rates for our very first project just to land them and see if I can impress them. And you know, I would really couch it as um, this is the, you know, let's let's do a trial and see if we like working together. And for the trial, I can work, you know, I'll give you, I'll knock forty percent off or something just to see if we work um, or something like that. Um, so that is really the only other time. So that's kind of like, um, the guest post strategy, this landing a big client thing is is almost like the guest post strategy in that it's less about the money and more about the recognition and the status increase that you get. So you have to think of it less about the income. Now certainly think about the potential income if you impress them and they want to keep working with you. But um, if you like if if some like really big name comes to you and they're like, we are in a crunch, and I heard you're a good writer, and we need this, you know, super fast, and can you help us out here? And it's like really clearly a one-time thing. I'm, Yeah, I might discount them just to be able to say that I have worked with them, especially if they have some kind of name recognition or if their business is pretty well known, just to be able to say, you know, it's almost like getting that, just to get that byline and to have that status increase, just to be able to say that I have written for so-and-so, or I have worked with XYZ company, I might take a discounted rate. Now, I, again, I wouldn't work for free, but I would be willing to work at an adjusted rate, <laughs> is what we call it, an adjusted rate. I got that from uh, UPS one time. Um, I was asking them, like, what was the difference between um Postal service rates for a specific service, and like I, th- I think it was like Christmas or something, and I wanted to know if they could get it to me before Christmas or get it to the recipient before Christmas Eve, and it was pushing it kind of close. And he was like, "Well, we can send it, you know, blah blah blah, um, but if you really need it to be delivered um, in the next three days or whatever, then then the shipping is at an adjusted rate." And I was like, "That's a beautiful way to phrase that." <laughs> so um, you can work at an adjusted rate, whether it's higher or lower. Um, But I want you to think strategically. I don't want you to think out of a place of desperation. I don't want you to think out of a place of um, lack and panic. Um, I want you to be realistic. Does it make sense to take this work? If if I am trying to cash flow something, you know, my kid needs some new shoes and I don't know where the money is going to get and this guy's offering to pay me 30 bucks and that's enough and I can be done with it in two hours and then I can go to Walmart and get my kid some new shoes. Sure, go ahead and do that. Um, but if it's like, if you do it because you don't think you can find anything better, that's not a reason to take low rates. So think strategically think about will this help me accomplish my goals will this help me get more recognition am i going to be able to leverage this in the future to make it a little more valuable to me than the money which is why i say don't work for cheap if you can't if you can't get a byline or if you can't say that you're doing it then you have zero value from it so don't do that so think about what am what am i actually going to get from this Um, And if that outcome makes sense, then go for it. Now, keep it limited. Don't paint yourself into a corner with cheap rates. But on occasion, it does make sense. Now, if you have any questions about this, uh, the best way to find me is in my Facebook group. You can search for us. We are the Inkwell Guild on Facebook. Or you can go to ashleygainer.com slash Facebook and um, find me there. Have you heard of Copy Confidential. If not, I want you to go to copyconfidential.com and check it out. This is my new course on how to write anything for any client. It's really robust. We talk about the major writing skills that you're going to need for both copywriting and content writing. And I'm also including 12 modules that go in-depth into 12 different types of content that your clients want you to write. If that is interesting at all to you and you'd like to learn more, then check it out online. Copy confidential.com. And FYI, there is a secret unannounced bonus that's not on the sales page yet for client bound. If you enroll in copy confidential, you get client bound for free. It's pretty cool. I hope you check it out.